This is WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Now with us in studio, we have Mike Cutter from Honey Hill Home Care. Mike, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Scott. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. And you, like a lot of local businesses, have a story behind your business. And, and, you know, it's businesses like yours that have that background of a story and a reason to be in business that really make your business great. So talk a little bit about what made you want to start Honey Hill Home Care. Thanks, Scott. Yes. uh, So... About 17 years ago, uh, I was working as a director of sales for a medical device company, and my wife uh, was diagnosed with primary progressive MS. Uh, As a result of that, I started realizing I needed to get off the road because I would get on a plane Monday morning, get home Friday afternoon, and be gone most of the week. And I knew that I needed to do something to take care of my wife. I was either going to hire someone or figure out a way to have a job here in Murfreesboro and take care of her myself. So uh, I used to be, I was flying on a plane and I, I would see articles in newspapers about home care agencies. People call them sitters or we don't like to be called sitters. We like to be called caregivers. But we would, uh, I would, I would look at that article and say, you know, maybe that's what I should do. Maybe I should buy a franchise and maybe I should uh, start my own company. Uh, I started thinking about it. My daughter, Becca, uh, who was majoring in entrepreneurship here at Middle, Tennessee, was wanting to start a daycare. And so we put our heads together and decided, you know what, instead of doing the daycare, why don't we start our own home care agency and be able to help, help your mom, my wife. And that's how Honey Hill Home Care came into existence about seven years ago. So you used to be on the road, used to be in the air, travel a lot for business. And then you decided, you know, hey, I'm going to stay home, take care of my wife. And that's how Honey Hill really started. Absolutely. And it's actually turned out to be an amazing thing for us and my family. So my family's got involved where we are a family owned business. My mother actually moved up from my mom and dad moved up from Florida so that I could take care of them here too. So now I'm a a caregiver as well, as well as having an agency that takes care of people. I also take care of my parents in addition to my wife. So when you started this company, you know, I, I hear a lot of people say that owning my own business gave me the opportunity to have freedom I didn't have but at the same time you know it was a lot of work for sure but did you feel like it it did give you more freedom because you were able to to be there with your wife absolutely gave me much more freedom yeah, there's there's a special thing I, uh, as far as owning your own business and being able to take control of your life and be able to do the things that you, you need to do. But it's also a lot of hard work. It's not as easy as what some people think. If you never own your own business, uh, you know it's it's a very very hard thing. It, it took us a long time before we even got our first client, uh, and then once we started doing a good job and people started recommending us, we started growing significantly. You know, I, I kind of compare owning your own business to. Uh, working in the restaurant industry because no matter what line of work you're in those restaurant workers are working around the clock it seems like if you're a manager of a restaurant you're there almost 24 7 yeah and we we do have a 24 7 business so we have we're taking care of someone 
all day, every day. So there's there's never a time when we don't have a caregiver with someone because we do 24-7 care. Uh, we provide care in assisted living facilities, uh, long, all long-term care facilities, independent living, in addition to in people's homes. So uh, when, when people need uh, someone to help them with their family uh, member that needs help, we're there for them. And the phone doesn't stop ringing. And whether there's a concern about care for a loved one in the middle of the night, we have to be there for them. So again, Mike Cutter with us this morning, Honey Hill Home Care, uh, with your wife, multiple sclerosis. Uh, you know, you can go for you know, all your teenage years and into early adulthood without ever having a symptom or knowing what's going on. And, and I'm sure a lot of people do go through that. And then all of a sudden you're hit with that diagnosis of MS. That's got to be really tough. So I could see where that would really change a lot of things in your life. Yeah, it, it sure did. Uh, my wife was uh, in her early 40s when she was diagnosed, and uh, she was exercising, and uh, she started not being able to walk after she exercised, and we, we went to a chiropractor. A chiropractor said, hey, I think you might have MS, and then one thing led to another, and it's just, uh, it took a while. Primary progressive MS is uh, is kind of uh, unique. It's, uh, it's rare. Less than 10% of people who have MS have primary progressive, and up until recently, there was and anything that they could do to stop it. So, so anyway, so back back to the fact that it changed our lives. It's 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 amazing what it's done. I mean, there's it, for my wife not being able to be mobile like she has in the past it has affect affected her personally, and of course our entire family and our whole family has chipped in, and it's it's really brought us together. I know, like you were saying, there there wasn't a lot of help for MS not too long ago now there there is more help i, I know there's even an ms clinic in uh, green hills vanderbilt has one uh but that that is a tough diagnosis not only for the person who has it but for the spouse uh yeah so and, and that's that kind of brings it back to why i started honey hill because you know i i knew that i was going to need help Little did I know at the very beginning that I would end up starting a company that I would be able to hire people to bring into my own home when when needed. So, yeah, it's when I this job has really made me see what people go through when we go meet with families about the care that they're needing for a loved one. A lot of times the family members are very concerned about the fact that they're letting their loved one down by hiring someone else to come into their home. But I shared with them my personal experience of uh, being a caregiver and letting them realize that it's okay to hire someone to help you out when you need help because we all we all need it. It's, it's a 24-7 job when you're taking care of a loved one who's in, in need. So, yeah. Most people who own any type of home health care business, most people who do own it, they've not been through the things that you've been through. I mean, the fact that you do have to play that role of being a caregiver to your wife, that's something that a lot of people who own businesses like yours never face. They just start up a home health care business because, let's say, they were in nursing before. They were who knows what before, something in healthcare, and that's how they got into it. But your story is very different. It really is, and when uh, when I go to a home and people are telling me their concerns and the struggles that they have, 
to be able to relate to them personally and know exactly what they're going through. And then to top that off, when my mom moved here and, and was diagnosed with cancer, and then she broke one leg, then broke the other leg, uh, learning how to use a Hoyer lift for my own mom and to be able to get her out of bed into a wheelchair and back and being able to change uh, in bed and all, all the things that our caregivers do. Uh, now that I know how to do all that myself has even helped me more to be able to be a better owner of an agency. Now, what type of work did you do before starting this home health care business? So I was, uh, I was with a company called Bayer, as in Bayer Aspirin. So I was a director of, director of sales for them. Uh, so uh, I, I knew a little bit about health care, but not on this end of it. So I, I would call on doctors, or I, I managed people who, who managed reps who, all across the country who called on doctors, primarily in diabetes. It was for a blood glucose monitoring system. And then I went on from there and just continued on in that field. So even though that is, you know, in that line of healthcare, this venture of yours was totally different. Honey Hill was just totally out of the ordinary for what you did before. Uh, yeah, it, it was completely different. And, and my daughter, uh, Becca, who started the company with me, she also didn't have any experience in it either, other than her mom, my wife, uh, uh, starting to experience uh, symptoms and uh, that we were starting to see that she was declining. So uh, just really the passion of being able to be like, hey, we need help. Other people must need help. Uh, this is completely new. And, and again, we, we didn't start a franchise, so we weren't given a roadmap on how to do this. So we really did start from scratch. And I'll give Middle Tennessee State a lot of credit for helping us because my daughter, when she was in college, we knew we were going to start this business. And her last couple years at, at school, she would take the business plan into all of her classes. And we were given a lot of help as far as guidance, as far as what to do to prepare for. Uh, it's a whole lot different starting an agency when you're not a franchise given exact details as far as who to call on, what to do. You know, it's, and it's more than just how to get the business. It's how to run the business. So it's been, it was very helpful for our company. So when you and your daughter first started Honey Hill was she still living at home she was she was actually she had already moved out she had she had just graduated from college uh, literally she graduated in December and we've organized her company in December she had already moved out and uh, we we incorporated and began our business in January of 2017 so she was living at home long enough to to know those struggles of MS Oh, yes. She saw my mom's, um, or her mom, my wife, uh, starting to deteriorate and be able, you know, she wasn't able to walk without a walker and that kind of thing and, and saw that th this was going to be needed. And, and, and just to be able to sh share that experience and then be able to see others going through the same type of thing, it, it, it just generated a lot of passion for other people. You know, I, I think the best locally owned businesses are usually the ones that are started out of a, a family necessity. You know, even the best inventions out there, if you watch Shark Tank, some of the best inventions out there come from people who invented whatever it may be based on something going on in their family. Yeah, so to, to know that we started a business because of something that was a need changes your entire focus and, and it's not just about 
generating revenue and know how much profit you make at the end of the month you know you're helping people you're you know you're we're, we're helping our own family uh it's 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 completely different than the business i was in uh, the business when i was a director of sales we had daily and weekly and monthly meetings on how much money we made the profitability and it was it, the more it was, the focus was on that versus what we do we're always looking to improve how we can help our clients how we can better serve serve them and also be better employed lawyers for our caregivers and you and your daughter are passionate about this business yeah you you can you can tell it um, when you talk to us about at at any time when we talk about this business it's 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 our it's our baby and again it's being an entrepreneur uh, also being a family-owned business and not being a franchise and just really um, it's it's what we we don't have anyone telling us what to do or how to do it and we don't have to you know we we don't have to ask no one has to tell us hey you need to get up early in the morning and you need you know you need to get into the office it's we want to be there we want to do these things and and, and I, I think it shows to our both our clients and our caregivers. Again, Mike Cutter with us this morning from Honey Hill Home Care. Now, when you look back to when you first started the company and maybe right before you started it, how was your wife thinking and what was her attitude about you going out on your own and starting this company? What, what were her thoughts back then? <clears throat> She would like to answer that question, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I, I, w- I would say that she, because I've always been a little bit of a risk taker, even though I was in the corporate world, I had previously owned a small business. And the the idea of taking a risk in doing this, uh, obviously, there was a lot of trepidation on her part. Uh, she... she she trusted me, and she she knew she had confidence in me and Becca, uh, and it, it, quite frankly, she was involved in the early beginning as well. We had my, my wife uh, Cheryl had a, a a real keen interest in doing it as well. So it wasn't it wasn't like she was anti Honey Hill Home Care, uh, but at the same time, there is that concern when you're working for a, a big company and you're getting a nice salary and everything's taken care of, all your benefits are taken care of. Now you're jumping out into the ocean all by yourself. You got you got to generate all of it on your own. Uh, that's a big concern for anyone, and especially since she couldn't step up and get a job outside of the home and to be able to help support that. So we did it all all from ground zero. Now you know firsthand how hard it really is on caregivers on on the spouse usually or the sibling you know sometimes a sibling sometimes the children but you know how tiring it can be when you're taking care of somebody and that's one of the really big reasons why folks need to turn to a company out there to to get help when they're taking care of a loved one we have probably more responses from client families stating that they just can't do it anymore. It's it's I, I just can't do this twenty four seven, Mike. It's 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 just too much for me. And they but at the same time they have this guilt complex because they feel like I need to take care of my own husband or or mom or grandmother or whatever it may be, and yet. I can sympathize with them and empathize because I understand what they're talking about. But at the same time, they need to be able to go do the things they need to do. They need to be able to go to the store. They need to be able to have like some fresh air. They need to, they need to be able to, you know, they love, we know they love their loved ones and, and they, they want to be there for them, but there is definitely a need for someone to be of help to them, to give them a break. And a lot of times in this industry, they call that respite care. And that's what we provide. And, and I'm guessing for the the spouse that is being taken care of the one who is 
going through whatever thing they're going through, whatever challenge it is, I'm guessing that when they see that their family, their husband, their their wife calls on another outside company to come in and help with the daily task, they've got to be relieved as well just to say, I'm glad I'm not putting all this on my husband anymore. It happens almost every day. I see it all the time. Uh, a lot of times I'll have a separate conversation for the person that we're taking care of versus the family member, whether it's the husband, wife, granddaughter, etc. Uh, and they'll tell me, I don't, I just don't want them to have to do all of this. It's just so much of them. I see what they're going through. They're getting tired. They need help. And I really appreciate you guys coming in here and, and helping me out and doing the things that you need to do. And let's just face it. Sometimes, uh, you know, as, as a son with my, with my mother who is you know, needing to be changed in bed and the things that she's going through, it's not the, my mom doesn't want me to do that. I'm her son, you know. So she, she you know, so to have, be able to bring some uh, somebody else in is very beneficial. You know, I, I think that's an aspect that a lot of caregivers out there don't really understand. They don't see it that way, and it's hard for them to get around the fact that my mom, my wife, my husband, whoever it is, they don't want me to be the one who primarily takes care of them. They don't want me to have to go through all of this because they know how hard it is. So that's really hard to understand i think for caregivers it, it really is and it, it, it's it's they need to sometimes just let it go and let someone else take over just for a little while uh it, and it's just it, it's it's good for everyone it's good for them it's a it's a win 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 it, it, it's good it's good for all of those involved for those who have never called on honey hill or, or any company out there for that matter for for that home health need what would you say to the person who is needing the care, what would you say to them to talk to their spouse about? Because that's got to be, you know, one of those starting point conversations. Yeah, I probably would say that, you know, it's, I, I, I really appreciate, if, I, if I'm the person that's being taken care of, I would say, listen, I really appreciate all you do for me and, and the, the love that you show me by all the things that you do, whether it's, you know, helping me get to the toilet, whether it's uh, bathing me, uh, making meals, but I really want you to also have some time to be able to do the things that you need to do. So please, you know, give, give, give me the ability to help you help me. And, and that's really where, where, what it comes down to. We all have to help one another. And for that caregiver out there, when we hear that, you know, if I were in that position, when we hear that, we don't really, I, I don't know, it's almost natural to say, I know you're just saying that I'm, I'm going to be here for you till the end. I'm going, I'm going to be the one who takes care of you. We naturally come back with that. If it's taking care of a spouse or, or another loved one. Yeah. You know, a lot of times uh, people just don't know how to say it because they feel there's this, I, I've seen it so many times where the caregiver feels guilty by bringing someone else in. You know, a lot of people have this vow that I'll never put, you mom, dad, into a nursing home or a long-term care facility because I'm going to take care of you. And then they get to the point where it's almost impossible without assistance, you know, and then sometimes even with 24-7 care at home, it may not you know, end up where you can stay at home depending on the level of care. But, it, it, you know, so from a caregiver's perspective, it's, it's very difficult to let that go. And once you get to that point where it is so tough for you to take care of that loved one. You're at a point then where 
I, I guess kind of a crossroads where you don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, that's right. got to come up with a lot of conversations you have. People calling you saying, you know, I, I don't know what to do at this point. Uh, yes. Uh, so we try to always be an advocate for all of the people that we talk to, whether they're already an existing client or potential client. Someone calls me, I'll go to their home and I'll sit down with them and talk about all of those options. And I'm, I'm not trying to talk them into using our service. Uh, I, I explain our service and what we can do. If you want to stay at home, this is what you can do. There are other options. There's assisted living facilities. There's long-term care facilities. There's independent living. And I, and I, I provide all that information as well. So it's, it's not just all about Honey Hill Home Care. It's about taking care of them and giving them the options that best suit them. And, you know, this is probably a side of it that a lot of people don't talk about, but I'm sure it's there naturally there comes a point where you're mentally and physically exhausted from taking care of that loved one. And you may start to feel a little anger or irritation at them because you're bothered by having to take care of them all the time. Yes. And I see that quite frequently. Um, you know, it's, you almost have to, and that's that's where the respite care comes in because you almost have to step away from that for a little while, even if it's just to go to the store and come back. And, and we have some of family members that we take care of when we're taking care of their loved one where they want to stay even when we're there because they still don't want to leave. And then they'll go to the store and come back in a few minutes because they feel like they shouldn't leave. Um, but we can see a huge difference when they're able to step away and be able to get a breath, you know, breath of fresh air and be able to just kind of get away and get that respite care that they need. That's really tough. I'd say on a lot of caregivers, because once you get to that point, then those feelings of guilt also are there. They also creep in. So next thing you know, you're feeling not only irritated, but guilty at the same time. So, I mean, there's just a lot of high emotions going on. And, and there's no real good answer there because it's just a natural thing I think we all go through because we want to take care of our loved ones. And, I, you know, I've seen it firsthand and, and not, not to throw my mom and dad under the bus, but, uh, you, know, they, you know, I've seen them get irritated with one another because they, it's just it's so hard. You know, my dad's 86 years old trying to take care of his wife and, you know, just he's unable to do it. They start they, they, they get frustrated with one another because they're there 24 seven and for, they need a break. They just they just need to get away from each other just for a little while every once in a while yeah and you bring up a good point because that person who's being cared for they too are going to get at some point to that time where they are irritated as well maybe because that husband that that wife whoever it is taking care of them is literally always there yeah, and it's, I don't care who you are. I mean, it's, you know, having a 24-7 business like we do, uh, you know, when you're when you're working with someone all the time, uh, you just, it, it, it's very frustrating and it can get annoying, uh, you know, and, and family members are not trained to take care of people the way that, uh, like we train our caregivers or a home, home health nurse, et cetera. They're, they're trained to do that. All of a sudden you throw someone into, okay, your, your wife or your husband has cancer and now you need to be able to do this. You need to, be able to change him a bit. 
What technique do you use? Who, who teaches you how to do that? Then when you start doing it for your loved one, your loved one may not feel comfortable with the way you're doing it because it's awkward. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's obviously not the way that someone was trained to do it. And so they get irritated with the caregiver because like, hey, that, that's not the way you're supposed to do it. And that's where you come to the healthcare professionals. Again, Mike Cutter with us this morning from Honey Hill Home Care. You have all of these conversations with different clients, probably on a regular basis. And You've probably heard just about everything under the sun. So for those listening, if if they do call on you at some point in the future, they shouldn't feel guilty for some of the emotions they're going through because these these come natural. Correct. I just, you know, please call us and, and you know, we can walk through all of that, talk through it. Sometimes I'm used as a buffer. Sometimes the family will call and say, my dad doesn't want to do it, but I really, we really need it. Can you come in and at least talk to my dad on, on why it would be beneficial? I know it costs money to do this and he doesn't want to spend the money or vice versa. And, and so I come in and I kind of play in the middle and just, and I, and again, I'm an advocate for what's best for the family, not just necessarily with Honey Hill. And a lot of these things, you know, once you start talking about bringing in a mother, a mother-in-law, a, a dad, you know, father-in-law, whoever it is, when you start talking about bringing them into your home to start caring for them, after that plays out for even a few months, it can damage a marriage too. Yes, it can. And it, it, that's where, again, like I was talking about my mom and dad, the frustrations that I see and, uh, you know, the, with each other. I mean, they've been married for 65 years. They're not going to get divorced or anything like that. But, but, but you know, you, you, just, you start seeing the frustrations and it, it, it can happen to anyone. Uh, that's, that's where having a caregiver or having someone uh, assist you can kind of help appease that and having that caregiver come in to help out with that spouse with that family member it's going to help out in a lot of ways because if it's the son who's been taking care of mom or dad they're going to after they see the caregiver in action the new caregiver coming in they're going to see how that caregiver is able to really help in a lot of ways that they weren't able to simply because they didn't know how it's it's that I agree, and, and sometimes it'll also help train the the caregiver. Um, but it's it's a uh, it's very beneficial to have someone come in and be able to see that hey, it can be done a different way, or I you know I, I there's there's other ways to do this, and it's it, it to be able to see that. Um, they respond so much better to you than they do to me. And that's no different than like raising a child uh, when, you know, sometimes it's easier for a coach uh, to, to tell a kid how to play a sport, you know, the same way with uh, providing care. It's like, you know, the, the caregiver gets better results sometimes than their own family member. And how do people pay for this at home care? What, what are the different options that people have? Yeah, so there's a, there's a multitude of ways to do it. Unfortunately, uh, Medicare does not pay for uh, home care services, so that's a, that's always the first question. So, hey, if I do this, does Medicare pay? The answer, unfortunately, is no. That's probably going to change, but uh, that's that you know the, the we've been hearing that for a long time. Um, but right now, there's long term care policies. I would say 10% of our clients or more, a little bit more, have a long term care policy, and that's not part of Medicare. Um, you have the, the VA. The VA will pay for care. Uh, there's an aid and attendance pension benefit that you can get through the VA, uh, the, through the community care program, um, which, which pays for a certain amount of days, uh, hours per day. 
Um, Medicaid, TenCare has a program called Choices that also pays f- for this type of care. Uh, and so it's uh, so mo- most most of our clients pay out of pocket, um, but at the same time, it's uh, it just and, and the and the cost of it really depends on uh, the the level of care they need, how many hours they they have. So um, I'd be happy to talk to anybody that you know wants to learn a little bit more about that. I know there's a lot of people out there who are on Ten Care, and there's a lot of veterans out there as well. But a lot of those who are on Ten Care, it's not a financial reason necessarily. It it may be because other insurance programs would not pick them up. So they didn't have a choice. Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, so for, so for, for 10 care, it's a, uh, it's obviously a state program. Um, and it, it comes down to the, the need of the person, the individual, and there, there are some financial requirements to get the 10 care choices program. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, I can, I can help anybody with that as far as the details, because it's somewhat complicated. And we have a lot of veterans out there who are aging, especially those from the Vietnam era. They're starting to age quite a bit today. And, and with that being said, it sounds really good that the VA does have a program in place where they can help pay for this. It's a it's a great program, and it's been easier and easier to work with them through all all of the uh, the process from the time that you start the process to get all the application filled out. And I can help people with that too. So I've I've spent a lot of time with that. As a matter of fact, on the, uh, the uh, both that and long term care, I spend a lot of my time helping families and assisting families because a lot of times it's the first time they've ever dealt with this, and I do it all the all day every day as a matter of fact my very first job out of college was uh, selling long-term care policies uh, for for this very thing so so i i have a, a good background to be able to help people so anybody who uh, whenever i go meet with people i will i'll, I'll explain all their options uh and and you know, there's a lot of paperwork involved getting it all together and it and it's something that uh, sometimes you need some assistance with i know we're already out of time we have another guest coming in but how can folks get a hold of honey hill home care yeah so our our website is www honeyhillhc.com or you can call us at 629-201-6130 and uh, I don't mind giving out my cell phone because everybody calls me directly anyway at 615-971-9490 and we'll post all of that when we post this podcast later on this morning but again Mike Cutter with Honey Hill Home Care Mike thanks for joining us hey thanks a lot Scott really appreciate it time right now 842 more news more information and uh, more interviews coming up in just a second all that's news your afternoon local news traffic and weather update with matt lane weekday afternoons 440 until all sports talk on news radio wgns for the ones who get it done the most important part is the one you need now and the best partner is the one who can deliver that's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger when is the, the best ones. time to move to Adams Place? We had debated coming here for three or four years before we came, and I wish we had come a little earlier. Everything could be managed here, and that was a great blessing for us all. I've had a lot of support, a lot of friendships that have kept me going. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Call Adams Place today at 615-904-9111. 
If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.